see the way they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the Good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Thursday, July 20th, 2023, and this is episode 468 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Coffee with Brian. How we doing, everyone? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, Kyle, how we doing? I didn't necessarily promise an amazing view um, I'm pretty sure I said I'm hoping to figure something out, and I thought I did, and we will see what happens. I did get a little into it, and uh, yeah, I think it. I think it might work. It might be a little crooked. I might need assistance from my beautiful bride if uh, she's willing. Maybe she isn't. I don't know. But uh, anyway, I didn't promise a view, but we'll see what we can get, Kyle. I cannot um, necessarily control nature either, so there is that. Morning, James. How we doing? How we doing, uh, Mike? Philippine Nomad. How we doing over in uh, in the Philippines this morning, this afternoon, this evening? And Pip and I is rolling in. How we doing, Pip? Hope everything is going well. I'm gonna try to get you your uh, your second sunrise this morning, guys. I am going to try to figure this out and um, and let you see because here in about 15 minutes, did you say? Is that first light? 15 minutes? Or are we already there? Oh, that was the last place. Anyway, yeah, what do we got to talk about today? We're going to wait on uh, wait on that surprise and get that out here in a little bit. James saying that uh, he hasn't heard yesterday's. It's not on Fountain yet, and I uh, I can't look that up right now because uh, I don't have my uh, my Fountain, uh, my, my phone with me. Um, it's kind of in use, and we might have a, we might have dog, dog uh, fun this morning because we have cows serenading each other back and forth across the camper this morning. Um, yeah, mom and the babies were separated last night so that uh, the, the landowner could get uh, some milk this morning for themselves. And um, yeah, well, they want to be together. They want to be together. Weird. Mom wants to be with babies. And as soon as we, we went outside and started walking around, um, they were calling back and forth to each other. So... Good morning, K-Bonk. How we doing? And uh, Pip, uh, Pip says the sunrise down here was was very not bad. I'd say it was the best sunrise I've seen today. Well, at least you got to see one. At least you got to see one. We'll see what happens here. But uh, Canadian Farmstead, good morning, good morning. So I'm going to try to pull this up. Um, Kyle says he knows that scream well. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're going back and forth, but... Uh, let me see what this looks like here, if I can pull it up, and if we can start to see. Oh, twenty to six is sunrise. So we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit of um, get a little bit of action here as we go along today, and I'm just gonna leave that up there, and you guys aren't gonna get to look at my beautiful face all morning. Um, I'm sure you're all upset about that, but here, let me do this. We're gonna just have the sunrise with uh, with the show this morning. I am a little crooked. Anyway, you are, would want to go try to mess with that, but I don't know if you'll be able to figure it out because it's the front facing camera. That's uh, it's it'll be tough to watch and move at the same time. Sorry, guys. I, I tried to get it set up in the dark this morning, but that's as good as I could get. Uh, we'll watch that sun come up over the field here. Uh, Pip says golf claps. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. I got the. I got. Sitting here last night, uh, after Corey went to bed, I was doing some social media and some catch-up since we were traveling all day. And I looked out, and um, the sunset was behind us. And I guessed where the sun was going to be. Decided to um, decided to try to get it, get it um, figured out where it's going to be, get the camera set up. <coughs> and so I did it this morning, and we'll see. It should be a cra pretty crazy sunrise. Uh, if you can't tell what's in that picture because it's so dark, it, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's pretty much goes forever out there. It's fields. We are out here in um, we're out here in eastern Wyoming for the night, and uh, yeah, should be a pretty good. I don't know with all those clouds out there what we'll get to see, but uh, might get some pretty magic colors here on the show this morning. We will see. We will see. 
Uh, Gingerbread Farms asked if I used my tracking app. I didn't. I should have. Uh, and now my phone's occupied outside streaming the, the sunrise. But uh, that tracking app would have uh, it would have made sense. It would have made sense for sure. For sure. Um, Backwoods Butcher says there's no piglets yet uh, out at his place. Sorry, Corey. No piglets yet. Corey got to see plenty of animals yesterday. So we'll talk about that today. Um, yeah, we got, uh, I think I'm going to talk a lot about this site today. Uh, there's all sorts of cool stuff to uh, see here. I also have some things going on with camper that we're, uh, we're not sure about and, uh, some sites from our trip out to Wyoming yesterday from, uh, just east of the Black Hills. So we will, we will see what's going on. Pip says earth cam has live cams for lot for, for Lauderdale by the sea at the, the wind jammer resort for sunrise and Naples, Florida for sunsets on the beaches. Nice. Nice. We'll have to pick that up. Um, pick up that feed sometime on, uh, if I'm up for East coast sun, sunrises and sunsets. So anyway, we're at six and a half. Let's, uh, let's get into that perfect cup and the history segment. And you guys can uh, watch that sunrise come up while I, uh, talk away. So here we go. All right. It's time for the 124th edition of the perfect cup, a daily question and my thoughts join the discussion in my telegram channel t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed, or you can find it spread across social media Monday through or Sunday through Thursday. And then I circle back on the following morning, pick up the answers and we hit the show. If you want to be included, please drop an answer to any of those questions and the best place. Like I said, I always see all the answers at t.me slash lots feed. Question of the day today is, if you were in a high-speed chase, what song would you be blaring on the radio? If you were in a high-speed chase, what song would you want blaring on the radio? And... The more I thought about this one yesterday, the more I realized that um, I think that I think that I would definitely want more than one song. I don't want to be uh, I don't want to be done after one song, or I would need to pick a very very long song. Um, but. I came up, I, I thought and thought and thought, and I uh, went back and forth, and there were a bunch of choices that I had. I finally settled on one that's been kind of that um, amp it up, amp me up, get me going song since, oh, I would have to say the early 90s, early to mid-90s sometime, uh, and that would be New World Order by Obituary. I don't know if you guys know it. Uh, it's a uh, it's a definitely a... Um, pretty heavy song for the time for sure but that's the song i'll go with kyle backwoods butcher said that would be easy for him he would choose black betty um yeah not a bad choice not a bad choice for sure micah said who's doing the chasing and he said maybe ride of the valkyries i actually considered ride of the valkyries when i made the when i picked the question and put it on the list i was uh contemplating it and then of course, one of the listeners grabs my uh, grabs my choice right off the bat, and um, but it is what it is. I I think my choice is going to do just fine for me, and I will escape all um, all matters of getting getting caught. Um, <sighs> Let's see. Pip says um, he says the original choice was the Marriage of Figaro by Mozart, and then he changed it up and went with Audio Slave. Show me how to live. Uh, Pip's always in there with the good. Um, <laughs> Pip's always in there with the good music selections. Uh, James says so. I've he's been in two. Actually, turned the radio off. First one escaped by pulling into someone's garage that he didn't know. Second one, he went into the airport to ditch the helicopter and went to park. It went to a parking structure. When he got out of the vehicle and they asked who was driving, everyone said me, I was, but him. Uh, <laughs> oh man, we have live, we have live pig coverage coming up. There's piglets dropping from, uh, from Kyle's cow as we speak. And for some reason he's in our chat letting us know about it. I guess there's not much he can do. Uh, a few more songs here. Canadian Farmstead weighs in and he says the distance by cake. Um, 
yeah, nothing. Uh, yeah, I, I could see that. I don't know if high speed chase would be the situation I'd run with the distance, but, uh, but yes, definitely a good choice. Josh, the renegade butcher weighed in and said, uh, Metallica, uh, he would choose fuel by Metallica and, uh, yeah, another good choice. Anything with that high, high, heavy beat is going to work. And then I think my favorite, um, I think my favorite out of the list, uh, really besides Corey's Corey's is always my favorite just because, um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Pip, Pip uh, weighed in and said AJ from Duction Cups said uh, "Danger Zone" by Kenny Loggins. I did remember reading that and uh, and did not um, put it in. Wow, my camera really picks up a lot of light because you guys are seeing a hell of a lot more light than I am here. <laughs> Holy crap! Um, and then let's see the Mike Philippine Nomad. Old Loco picks uh, picks one uh, picks one that I was interested in for sure, and he told a little bit about growing up in uh, L.A. and <laughs> circled back to "Straight Out of Compton" by N.W.A. as his song to have blaring if he was in a high speed chase. And um, now, you know, I think about it a little bit more. I let it sit for a little bit, and I think I think he's got a winner there. Um, at first, I was like, mm, maybe not, maybe not. But yeah, Mike, good choice with that straight out of Compton. And we're going to wrap it up with My Beautiful Bride. My Beautiful Bride, <laughs> she she came up with one. She came up with one uh, early and uh, right when I asked her the question. And then I gave her a chance to come up with a new one. I uh, gave her a good uh, 12 hours or more. And this morning, with the pressure on, she did not come up with a new one. So we are going with her original choice um, from yesterday. And uh, from the soundtrack to the movie Grease, Corey would love Grease Lightning blaring on the radio as she's trying to escape someone in a high-speed chase. Good luck, dear. Good luck. Um, Grease Lightning. <laughs> Probably singing along the whole way. And uh, and just drive it along. <coughs> anyway, that's about all we got here. We're going to wrap it up today. Pretty quick one, uh, just a list of songs. Be sure to look for that question for tomorrow. It's, uh, it's, it's a different one. It's an interesting one. Get some vents out. Get some rants out. And, uh, and we will dive into some stuff on a Monday or on a Friday morning. Um, oh, Philippine Nomad comes in for the win with Corey and says... He thought about Grease Lightning, too. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mike. <laughs> Everybody loves Corey. Everybody loves Corey. Anyway, if you want to participate, be sure to check out that question. Again, you can find it at t.me slash lots feed. That's t.me slash lots feed or anywhere across socials. I post it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MeWe, LinkedIn, Noster, and everywhere else you can find the Lots Project. Thanks for listening, and now back to the main show. All right, all right, all right. How are we doing again still? Uh, lots of history this morning. We'll roll through that. I got a ton on my list today, guys, so I'm just kind of plowing through these segments. And the Perfect Cup, uh, that question being one word, um... <laughs> one word answers with the songs it's going to be pretty quick and uh, the history segment looks pretty good and, and then a laundry list of topics so let's see uh mike philbean nomad says my younger my younger sister had the lp soundtrack to grease damn we are old as dirt i uh i put myself in that category too mike i'm i'm feeling my age too when uh when things are getting referenced to when I was a child and things like that. I was like, oh, damn. All right, let's get to lots of history, and then we'll move on with the rest of the show. July 20th, July 20th, 2023. Here we go. Thank you, Pip, for prepping this up. All right, July 20th, greeting humans, and happy whatever day it, this is. This is Thursday or day or anyway. Here's two hearty handfuls of lots of history nugs, and the birthdays are packed with musicians. 
every time I think Brian should proofread the history email, this just popped into my head for a story. Blackjack dealer, Brian, would you like a card? I say, Brian, as in me, I like my cards like I like my history segment. I don't know what's coming, so yeah, hit me. Blackjack dealer, but sir, you have 19. Are you sure? And Brian says, bring it. Blackjack dealer folds down a card. Uh, is that a cannabis card? Huh? What? Pip. Pip, you're supposed to enjoy your salad after the history segment. Anyway, here's lots of stuff about stuff. This day, July 20th, 1903, the Ford Motor Company ships its first automobile. Between 1903 and 1908, Ford produced the models A, B, C, F, K, N, R, and S. Hundreds or a few thousands of most of these were sold per year. In 1908, Ford introduced the mass-produced Model T, which totaled millions sold over nearly 20 years. In 1927, Ford replaced the Model T with the Model A, the first car with safety glass in the windshield. Uh, Ford launched the first low-priced car with a V8 engine in 1932. Pips notes, so there's found dead on found on road dead, fucked over rebuilt Dodge. Backwards is driver returns on foot. Am I missing any? Oh, Pip. Oh, Pip and your Ford hate. This day, July 20th, 1940, California opens its first freeway, the Arroyo Seco Parkway, one of the oldest freeways built in the United States. It connects Los Angeles with Pasadena alongside the Arroyo Seco Seasonal River. It is notable not only for being an early freeway, mostly open in 1940, but for its representing the transitional phase between early parkways and modern freeways. Pips notes, the road remains largely as it was an opening on opening day, though the plants in its median have given way to a steel guardrail and most recently to concrete barriers and is now carries the designation State Route 110, not historic U.S. Route 66. This day, July 20th, 1969, Apollo program, Apollo 11's crew successfully makes the first human landing on the moon in the Sea of Tranquility. Huh. Or did they? Americans Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin became the first humans to walk on the moon. Six and a half hours later, Apollo 11 effectively proved U.S. victory in the space race to demonstrate space flight superiority by fulfilling a national goal proposed in 1961 by President John F. Kennedy before the decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to Earth. Pips notes aircraft carrier USS Hornet under the command of Captain Carl J. Sieberlich, uh on reaching Pearl Harbor on July 5th, Hornet remarked, wait, Pip, Pip, you messed it up. This day, July 20th, 1977, the Central Intelligence Agency releases documents under the Freedom of Information Act revealing it had engaged in mind control experiments. Origin of the project, according to Stephen uh, Kinsner, the CIA project was a continuation of the work begun in World War II era Japanese facilities and Nazi, Nazi concentration camps on subduing and controlling human minds. Kinzer writes that MK Ultra's use of mescaline on unwilling, unwitting subjects was a practice that Nazi doctors had begun in the camps of Auschwitz and Dachau. Kinzer gives evidence of the continuation of a Nazi agenda, citing the CIA's secret recruitment of Nazi torturers and visisectionists. What the? To continue experimenting on thousands of subjects, and Nazis were brought to Fort Detrick, Maryland, to instruct CIA officers on the lethal uses of sarin gas. Pips notes, Tinfoil Tuesday material. Man, that uh, that is definitely a Tinfoil Tuesday, um, Tinfoil Tuesday topic <laughs> that needs to go on the list. <coughs> I don't think it's conspiracy theory, though. I think they admit it. I'm pretty sure they admit it. Um, regardless. So let's see. July 20th, 1985, the government of Aruba passes legislation to secede from the Netherlands. Uh, Pips notes, a few minutes were lost there with the Beach Boys song playing in my head. 
Aruba. <laughs> nope, not going to go back down that earworm. Thank you, Pip. July 20th, 1997, the fully restored USS Constitution, a.k.a. Old Ironsides, celebrates its 200th birthday by setting sail for the first time in 116 years. Also known as Old Ironsides is a three-masted, wood-hauled, heavy frigate of the United States <laughs> Navy. She is the world's oldest ship still afloat. The Constitution was rated as a 44-gun frigate, but she also carried more than 50 guns at the time, assumed they mean cannons. Pips notes that ship looks le- star spangled awesome. Just saying. Oh, wow. Uh, July 20th, 2005, the Civil Marriage Act legalizes same sex marriage in Canada. It was introduced as Bill C 38 in the first session of the 38th Canadian Parliament on February 1st, 2005. It passed the House of Commons on June 28th, 2005, and the Senate on July 19th, 2005. The act became law when it received royal assent on July 20th, 2005. Uh, 2017, July 20th, <coughs> excuse me, July 20th, 2017, OJ Simpson's granted parole to be released from prison after serving nine years of a 33 year sentence after being convicted of armed, <coughs> excuse me, mm. sorry guys, armed robbery in Las Vegas, Pip's notes, murder, oh wait, I think I mixed that one up, no, you got it right, Pip armed robbery uh let's see happy birthdays let's hit the birthdays pip said it's full of singers july 20th 1947 carlos santana mexican-american singer songwriter and guitarist an american guitarist who rose to fame in the late 60s and early 70s with his band santana which pioneered a fusion of rock and roll and latin latin american jazz pip's notes there's plenty of santana songs to be put on the playlist Admittedly, it was the Matchbox 20 song, Smooth, that I heard this dude's talent. Wow, Pip. I'm sorry. (laughs) Good song, but I guess as long as you ended up understanding Santana. Um, Let's see. July 20th, 1964, Chris Cornell, American singer-songwriter and guitarist, an American singer-songwriter and musician best... Uh, best known as the lead vocalist, rhythm guitarist, and primary lyricist for the rock bands Soundgarden and Audio Slave. He is also a solo career. He also had a solo career and contributed to numerous movie soundtracks. Cornell was the founder and frontman of Temple of the Dog, a one-off tribute band dedicated to his late friend Andrew Wood. Several music journalists, fans, fan polls, and fellow musicians have regarded Cornell as one of the greatest rock singers of all time. Pips notes, did Cornell ever sing the happy birthday song? I don't know if he did. Um, 1967, July 20th, 1967, Courtney Taylor, Taylor, American singer, songwriter, and guitarist. An American singer, songwriter from Portland, Oregon. He is the lead singer and guitarist of alternative rock band, the Daddy Warhols, a band he co-founded. Pips notes, Taylor uh, has expressed a dislike of politics following the then UK home security, Theresa May, using the song Bohemian Like You as she walked away from a conference stage. Taylor wrote, I tend to really dislike any people who take sides in politics. It is the single greatest contributor to getting nothing done. Fuck politics. What a joke. Here, here, Mr. Taylor. Uh, July 20th, 1975, Judy Greer, American actress and producer, known professionally as Judy Greer, is uh, an American actress. She's primarily known as the character actress who has appeared in a wide variety of films. Jawbreaker, What Women Want, 13 Going on 30, Elizabeth Town, Love and Other Drugs, and a dozen or three listings further down the line. Pips Notes and adapt- Adaptation, The Village, The Descendants, Carrie, On the Planet of the Apes, Ant-Man, and uh, plenty more. This day, July 20th, 1995, or 1985, John Francis Daly, American actor and screenwriter, an American actor, filmmaker, and musician. He's best known for playing high school freshman Sam Weir on NBC's comedy drama Freaks and Geeks and FBI criminal profiler Dr. Lance Sweets on the crime drama series Bones, for which he was nominated for a 2014 PRISM Award. He plays keyboards and sings for the band Day Player. Daly is also known for his collaborating work with fellow writer and director John Goldstein, working on various films together. 
Horrible Bosses, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone, Horrible Bosses 2, the fifth film in the National Lampoon's Vacation, Spider-Man, Homecoming, and Game Night. I like that dude in Bones, for sure. Bones was definitely one of uh, one of the, the series I watched over at least once or twice. Uh, this day, July 20th, 1999, Pop Smoke, American rapper and singer. I have never heard of this gentleman or lady. Um, on February 19th, 2020, Jackson was renting a house through Airbnb owned by the Real Housewives star Teddy Mellencamp and her husband Edwin Oroyeva in the Hollywood Hills, California. I don't know any of these people. At around 4.30 a.m., five-hooded men, including one wearing a ski mask and carrying a handgun, huh, broke into the house through a second-story balcony while Jackson was taking a shower. It is unclear if Jackson was in the shower or not. What? <laughs> the intruders held a gun to a woman's head and threatened to kill her. Shortly thereafter, the woman heard the men shoot Jackson three times after the altercation. Pip's nose uh, passed into the next realm at 20 years old. Well, I mean... I bet he was a thug. I bet he was a ghetto thug. Um, wow, that's getting kind of pretty uh, off to the side there. Well, nope, actually in the camera. So, oh, the camera's not doing the sunrise justice, guys. For all of you on the audio, I have a, I have a remote camera set up outside looking at sunrise here in Wyoming this morning. I think I might have been just a little off on the aiming, but. Let's see who kicked off today. Dying today, July 20th, 1922, Andrew Markov, Russian math mathematician and theorist. A Russian mathematician best known for his work on scholastic, stol, stolistic. Wow, I don't know if that's a, a misspelling, a mispronunciation, or both. Uh, processes, the primary subject of his research, later became known as the Markov chain. He was also a strong close to master level chess player about integration of differential equations by continual fractions with a application to the equation i think that was copied from wiki notes this day july 20th 1973 bruce lee passed away american actor and martial artist pips notes be like water making its way through cracks do not be assertive just adjust to the object and you shall find a way around or through it if nothing within your stays right with if nothing within you stays rigid outward things will disclose themselves empty your mind be formless shapeless like water if you put water into a cup it becomes the cup you put water into a bottle it becomes the bottle you put water you put it in a teapot it becomes the teapot no it becomes steam now water can flow or it can crash be water my friend bruce lee Pips knows, I fucking love that quote. I compare it to a movie quote from Blade. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. It's the same, but different, man. Oh, Pip. Oh, Pip. Um, July 20th, 20, uh, 2005. James Dewan, a Canadian-American actor, a Canadian actor and author, best known for his role as Montgomery Scotty Scott in the television <laughs> television and film series star trek Duhan's characterization of scotty scottish chief engineer of the starship enterprise was one of the most recognizable elements of the star trek franchise and inspired many fans to pursue careers in engineering and other technical fields pips notes star trek had those flip-up communicators we have cell phones with annoying spam apps that suck people's time away from from doing sorry almost went into a rant on that one Cheers to Scotty and Star Trek and the ideas, the sci-fi stories that brought forth cool tech. That either saves people's times, which usually gives them time to waste on 20-second motivational speeches that get you pumped as you're sitting. Sorry, almost another rant. Wow, Pip was all fired up yesterday. July 20th, 2009, Mark Rosenwang, American psychologist and academic, the American research psychologist whose research on neuroplasticity in animals indicate indicated that the adult brain remains capable of anatomical remodeling and reorganization based on life experiences, overturning the conventional wisdom that the brain reached full maturity in childhood. Pips knows I too am a psychologist. I played dance audio songs inside a staffed warehouse and they pr proceed to dance. Pip pulling the marionette strings at work. This day, July 20th, 
2017 Chester Bennington, American singer, an American singer who served as the lead vocalist of rock band Lincoln Park. He was also the lead vocalist of Gray Days, Dead by Sunshine, and Stone Temple Pilots at various points. Huh. Pip's notes. A singer, a single tear rolls down his left face cheek. Is that like uh, the Indian, um, the Indian uh, with the one tear? Uh, holidays. Let's see, Pip. What holidays did we have today? July twentieth is Dia de uh, uh, Dia del Amigo in Argentina and Brazil, a day in several countries for celebrating friendship. It was initially promoted by the greeting card industry. Evidence of social networking sites shows a. Re- Bible of interest in Friendship Day that may have grown with the spread of the internet, particularly in India, Bangladesh, and Malaysia. Pips notes, Dia del Amigo, Day of Friends by, Stam- by Spanish Socks. Uh, also, International Chess Day is celebrated annually on the 20th of July. The Day of International Chess Federation was founded in 1924. The day is celebrated by many of the 605 million regular chess players around the world and now a bit more on the lots morning podcast pips notes check and may an educated person would know that chess move and probably under educated person would spin a joke i got my paycheck and i'm heading to the bar looking for a mate oh wow pips i notes that sounds like a country song of the making song title play chess or paychecks Uh, Lampira Day in Honduras, dedicated to the leader of the Lenca people who led the resistance against Spanish conquistadors in 1530. Uh, it's also Tree Planting Day in the Central African Republic. Wiki notes National Tree Planting Day, Planting Day is on July 22nd. Pips notes, yes, uh, Captain Obvious, Table of One, Captain Obvious, Table of One. Your table is ready, sir. Um, yeah, but Pip, it's July 20th, not July 20th. Second, <laughs> this concludes your Friday Eve. Lots of history. We now return you to your regularly scheduled podcast. Pip with duction cups here. Oh, I spaced out. What was I? Oh, a shiny thing. Pip wanders off, completely distracted, looking like Joe Biden. Oh, Pip, thank you so much for the. Thank you so much for the history segment. I appreciate it greatly. And uh, let's see who's going on. What's going on? It looks like we're having um, having we are having piglets. Three on the ground so far. Canadian Farm says says we're gonna have nine. Um, some people. K Bonk was a big Santana fan as a child, and uh, we're talking Black Magic Woman. Um, oh God. Backwoods Butcher says, I tell you what, Brian, you were right. This sunrise is almost as beautiful as you are. Oh, thank you, Kyle. Uh, the sunrises wasn't that beautiful. I, I wish it was better, uh, but it's kind of uh, disappointing with with the heavy cloud cover and it's just moving in a little heavier. So it did not go where I had wanted it. So what are we doing here? <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyway, I'm going to cut that feed, I think. I think the sun is uh, the sun is pretty much up, and uh, it's not going to get any better, I don't think. Anyway, that was a good try. I'm going to keep trying to, uh, to do that more often if we have good views and let you guys see what we're seeing uh, in the morning while the show's on. I don't know if we when we travel, if, uh, if I'll still be in the sun or not, but um, yeah. It was a good thought. It was a good try. It was um, it was a little pink here for a little while, but uh, not anymore. The clouds have moved in. Anyway, what are we going to talk about today? What are we going to talk about? Well, if you're in, um, if you're in the Telegram chat or in the Liberty Meat chat over uh, over with Renegade Butcher. Uh, I posted some pictures and video last night of what we saw when we got to our site here in uh, in Wyoming. So we drove for, I don't know, four and a half hours-ish down here. Uh, we basically went through the Black Hills, got into Wyoming, and took a uh, left and went straight south. Uh, we 
we kind of go by the mantra if um <laughs> kbong says add a scrambling filter to the sunrise it might be fun yeah yeah scrambling filters usually make the colors pop um anyway we uh we got over here. Our MO is if we spend a night in a state, we get to cross it off our map. Uh, we're uh, probably going to try to hit eventually. I don't want to say we're going to hit all the states. There's states I don't really give two shits if we ever spend the night in. Um, some of those up on the East Coast. Uh, you know, it is what it is. They're all a bunch of tiny little states in the same area. They look the same, and it's nothing I really want to... Um... <laughs> Kyle is so excited about his piglets. Um, there's just some places I don't really need to visit. I have no desire, and uh, if it comes down to it, I'll be I'll be satisfied with uh, probably. I think we were thinking like 45 or 44, some somewhere around there of the states um, that we want to make sure we hit. But to get this to get Wyoming crossed off the list, we were within like a couple hundred miles of Wyoming, and we found a hip camp and decided to stay. It also afforded us the opportunity to continue down through Colorado, um, <laughs> Colorado, uh, Kansas, Oklahoma, and get a bunch more states right there in the center crossed off our uh, our travel list. Canadian Farm says, says like New Hampshire. <laughs> and Kyle says, you best not be talking about New Hampshire. I think I might just stay in Maine. <laughs> Close enough, right, Kyle? Anyway, uh, so we're gonna knock. We knocked off Wyoming last night, and tonight, um, tonight we'll cross off Colorado. So anyway, we found this hip camp. We're rolling down the highway. It's kind of a two-lane, eighty-mile-an-hour uh, out of nowhere. I mean, there was nothing between nothing between South Dakota and where we're at. We were we were lucky to find a gas station along the way. Uh, it was kind of. It wasn't a major highway. It wasn't like 90, um, Interstate 90 was uh, more a, a Wyoming state, um, <laughs> Wyoming state road. Um, easy to drive. Easy to drive. It wasn't bad. Just nothing. It's it's nothing. Lots of, um, lots of nothing. <laughs> anyway, we get down here and uh, there's a little complex here where, where they have a, a, a Airbnb uh, barn dominium. They have a little uh, hobby farm. They don't live here on site. They pick this up and they're turning it into like a, um, a rental facility. Basically, they were going to have weddings here uh, and other other events. But uh, checked out the Airbnb. It's fantastic. It's huge. It's gorgeous. I'm going to get some video of it uh, today before we take off. Uh, but anyway, there's two driveways and I uh, I dropped the ball. I didn't read the the written directions from the host. And so we pulled in the wrong driveway. We pulled over and we were trying to figure out where to go. I was scrambling to pull up the, the directions and things like that because there was no service here in the middle of nowhere. <coughs> anyway, as we're trying to get it figured out, Corey's like, holy shit, look at that cow. I'm like, what? What? I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm struggling to get things uh, figured out. And she's like, look at that cow. And there, I look up and there's this cow laying in the pasture. In front of I froze up. I think I'm froze up. Can you do, do what's going on? Video locked up. Can you guys hear me or is it still the video? <laughs> Shit. All right. Am I back? Am I back? Uh, okay, so the video locked up, and um, and so you could hear me. Anyway, anyway, we were um, <sighs> K Bong says sunrise to blackout. Um, hopefully, I'm back. And uh, 
So we look at this cow and I'm like, holy shit, that cow is enormous. Didn't think much of it. Didn't think anything of it, really. It was just an enormous cow. And so we um, we figure out where we're parking. We come over. We get uh, we get all set up. And we're seeing this cow. And, um, and so we're looking. And it just seemed way bigger than any cow I had seen. Whatever. Uh, property owner comes over. They were doing chores and everything. We got to talking to them. And they were telling us that this cow next door, name is Dipstick. He, a couple years ago, was measured for the tallest cow in the Goodness Book of World Records. Like, they came out, measured, uh, ended up being three inches short than the record. Uh, Corey and I were like, yeah, whatever. Corey, uh, Corey looks it up. And I guess the, the world's tallest cow actually died a few years ago. Its name was Blossom. It was in Illinois. And it was six foot two inches tall. Now... I am not a cow measuring expert by any means. I uh, I can estimate height decently. Um, I am very tall. But we were looking at this cow and I'm like, he is he is definitely over six foot two. Like, no doubt. I'm six foot five. I can kind of get a feel for when something's over six foot easily. Uh, but tall is me or taller. So we were out, we were videoing this. We, uh, we did a little FaceTime with Corey's parents to, uh, to say that we got here, they got home and we were showing him the animals around here. We showed him this cow and they're like, Oh my God, that's huge. Yeah. It's big. It's big. Put some, put some video up on socials and we were sitting here and it starts walking down the fence. Well, the, the, the property owner said that this cow is so big that it will just walk over fences. Like they can't, um, yeah, no way. I, I, Kyle says I can't estimate length very well though. And that is very true. That is very true. Um, I always, I'm always estimating short of what the actual length is. Um, but anyway, they said that this, this cow just walks over fences. Uh, they can't keep it in and this and that. So it starts walking over towards the camper and I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. For sure. This is crazy. And so the cow walks over and he's walking down the fence line right here about, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 feet in front of the camper. And he's walking along the fence and he walks past the power pole that's out here in front. And I was like, Corey's videoing it. Corey gets the video of, um, oh, Corey, look at that. It's coming up over on the side over here. I missed. I, I aimed the camera in the wrong direction. Oh, she got some pictures. Anyway, um, he starts walking. He walks behind this pole. And Corey got a video of it. We're watching the video. And I was like, grab a screenshot with that cow behind the, the telephone pole. Because there's an electrical box on it. There's all sorts of reference points. Uh, and so I went out and I measured uh, with a tape measure. And uh, Corey got a picture of me standing next to the same pole. I checked out the terrain, made sure it wasn't... Um, it, it looks relatively even to where I was standing uh, there's a little hump where the fence is, but he's got a path where he walks on the far side of the fence. And it looked about the same grade as where I was standing. But when I put the tape measure up and looked where his back hit, this cow is like six foot eight or 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 taller. Uh, some butchers in the group over there saw saw some uh, saw some things and I gave them some reference points and they were guessing all uh, pushing seven foot. I think we need to start a, uh, a push and uh, I'm going to try to figure out how to do this, but uh, you guys might need to help me spread this around. But I think we need to make a push for Dipstick to get in the Guinness Book of World Records. I think he is uh, due uh, the status of the tallest cow in the world. I think that it needs to be verified and he needs to uh, get the recognition that he is due because man is one tall fucking cow one tall cow for sure and i'm thinking you know this airbnb would be hard to get into i imagine if um and hip camp also would be hard to get into if it is right next door to the certified certified world's tallest cow i'm saying he's probably the unofficial world tallest cow um i think i could i could definitely certify with uh 
with my tape measure on the pole and uh, everything, I could probably certify that this cow is over six foot two. Yeah, I could probably just go stand next to this cow and um, and realize that he is over six foot two. Uh, and it was, uh, uh, ironically enough, it was a bottle baby calf, and it is super friendly. He wants to come over and have you pet him. Uh, the war- the owners warned us that um, he will um, shake his head just out of excitement, trying to get um, trying to get his head pet, and he will hook you with his horn, um, and also will throw slobber everywhere. Weird. Um, I don't know if I could handle the slobber. That that just puts it over the top. I can't get near this thing. It might slobber on me. Anyway, that's Dipstick. Uh, more to come on him. I am definitely trying to figure out how to get this get this cow in the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, something about big cows and us traveling. Uh, we've also seen the world's largest Holstein cow. Uh, on one of our trips named Salem Sioux. She is up in North Dakota. Uh, That is not a live cow. That is just a cow statue on a hill, way bigger than Dipstick. But Dipstick is a living animal and uh, just massive and impressive. So Kyle says uh, he wouldn't want to process him alone for sure. For sure, dude, that uh, that would be a job and a half. And uh, Dipstick is a beast in from K-Bonk. Uh, we saw him out in the pasture last night. He was like walking up next to a horse and it made the horse look like a goat. Like seriously, it, it just dwarfs these animals around here. It's, it's crazy. Um, backwards butcher said cloud cow slobber is a lot to deal with. Yeah. Uh, that's another thing that was on my list. Uh, we got this weird shit going on after we, so it originally started in Nebraska, right? We figured Nebraska with the flies. Okay, so we got to Nebraska. We were at this horse farm, and there were flies started showing up, like outside, obviously around like the horse shit and everything. It was uh, it wasn't horrible there. Um, we have some issues with our screens in the tent because the dogs like to poke their head through the screen windows, and um, they're they're impossible to fix. And if I fix them, they just poke their head back through. So we have some, uh, so we, we have some vulnerabilities and some, um, <laughs> has some vulnerabilities and, uh, we can get some bugs in here. So we noticed a couple flies inside, not very many. We moved on to a couple other spots. The flies outside were uh, getting more intense. Uh, and then this last five, four days, four days, we were at uh, that gravel pit and the flies were super intense everywhere, everywhere around. Um, the landowner offered to spray. We, we declined. And um, <laughs> uh, the, the flies got pretty intense uh, and they were just crazy inside. We closed up the camper. We actually, I accidentally left the screen door open when, uh, we took the dogs for a walk before we left. And, uh, man, I think they infested this place. We got here and there were literally flies all over. We were, we were having, um, we have multiple fly swatters in here and, uh, Corey and I were just going to town, like just beating the shit out of these things. And they just kept coming. One thing we did notice, though, is they are attracted to slobber and they get stuck and drowned in the slobber. Uh, when we were down in Texas, I've learned I learned that you could use slobber to uh, fight fire ants. Uh, you can drown their drown their um, their mounds out with the slobber. It works well. Uh, they do not survive it. I think it's like sticky and uh, just engulfs them and they can't breathe or whatever ants do. Uh, we've also found that it is effective for a trap for flies. I don't know. They like the they like the nastiness coming out of the dog's mouth back into the slobber bucket, and uh, they go in. I think they try to get a little uh, get a little taste, and it's like a glue trap. Uh, they get trapped in the bucket. But we're finding the dead flies in the bucket, and I'm okay with that. We have to figure out how to get rid of these flies. It's um, it's a little ridiculous. It's a little ridiculous. So. Corey has a feeling that they are uh, breeding somewhere in here. I have a feeling that it's just a shitload of flies got in this uh, camper. So hopefully uh, I'm right. And uh, but the, the the case usually comes down to the fact that Corey is usually right. And um, 
I'll have to figure out how to keep flies from breeding in the camper. So we will see. We will see. At least they're not the biting flies as of yet. They're just annoying. They just land on you and keep going. But after staying at two farms, uh, let's see, it would be, uh, it would be three farms and a gravel pit, four farms and a gravel pit so far on our trip. I can't, uh, I can't imagine why there's a few flies around. It is, it is what it is. It is what it is. <coughs> um, let's see, let's see. Uh, K-Bonk says I need one of his traps or the black flies window. I don't want to breed them, K-Bonk. I don't want to breed them. Uh, I just want to get rid of them. Uh, or the the window traps Jack's been using. I have um, I have been out of the podcast game for, uh, man, probably three months now. Uh, ever since we left Texas, I, I haven't found the time to put them in the earbuds. Put the earbuds in. I've been busy running around and stuff. I have not been listening. So I don't know what Jack's been using. But if you send me a link, I'd be happy to find... Uh, Happy to find some fly traps if this continues. Hopefully, it uh, it subsides here soon. Yeah, if anybody wants to do black soldier flies and black soldier flies definitely or um, uh, production for animal feed and things like that, definitely grab K Bong's uh, black soldier fly kit. Uh, you can find him if you can't find him at uh, on all his places on the web. Just search K Bonk. You'll you'll find it. Uh, otherwise, you could reach out to me and I could get you in touch with him so you can uh, grab one of those kits. Gingerbread Farm says shop vac. Yeah, I don't carry one of those. I have about the weakest vacuum that you could ever imagine. It's a, a cordless rechargeable little thing. Shop vac does work though if uh, if you're stand if you're sitting. Backwoods Butcher says they're up to nine piglets. Nine piglets on the ground, Corey. Uh, nine piglets. I expect we'll be getting pictures of soon. Uh, anyway, what else did we have go on yesterday? Uh, got to see pronghorn, um, uh, as we're coming across, as we're coming across Wyoming, uh, had signs, uh, for watching out for elk for large stretches through the Black Hills. Did not end up seeing any elk, but then came down in elevation here into Wyoming and, uh, saw some pronghorn, saw some buffalo as we were traveling through Wyoming, <laughs> um, and lots of cows and emptiness. Uh, one weird thing that happened as we were, as we were, uh, pulling into this, this, this site, and it's something you might want to keep a, keep a, just a reminder, uh, that it might happen when you're turning left on a two-way highway. Um, and especially it, if it's over a hill, uh, right here where we're, we're coming in, it is not the best visibility in one direction. And, um, we pulled out onto the road. We had to go into the next driveway. And as we pulled out and we were going to turn left, we had checked both ways. We had waited actually for a vehicle to come and pass. We pulled out on the road. We went to, um, um, we went to K-Bonk, throw it, throw that link to me in Telegram privately. Um, guests can't post link or, uh, commenters can't post links in the, in the things. Um, in the in the chat but uh shoot it to me on telegram i'll drop it in the link here in the description here before um but before it uh it's over hopefully hopefully oh i'm guessing you're talking about the the black window trap black fly window traps um anyway anyway uh we we're driving along and we we have our turn signal on we go to take a left and out of fucking nowhere a Corvette just screams past us on the left. Like literally, did you hit the brakes? <laughs> I think if Corey hadn't noticed it and it was like this weird blue color, so easily uh, could have been missed. Uh, we would have just like T-boned him, like literally pulled right in front of him. It would have been a, uh, it would have been bad. It really would have been bad. And the fact that if he had tried to avoid us, he would have basically flown into the barn dominium that, uh, that we, that's on this site. So I don't know. I don't know. That would be pretty crazy. Um, K bonk, uh, drops this link in here. I'm going to grab it. I believe these are the black fly traps unless K bonk got his stuff listed. 
in uh, on Amazon. But uh, here we go. Let me paste this. Kbon could have um, Kbon could have put anything out there. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was a like holy shit moment, and it went screaming by, and nothing nothing came of it. But uh, if you're turning left. Turning left off a highway and you got a big vehicle or uh, just keep an eye out, guys. Keep an eye out. Uh, Corey had a family member that also got uh, got hit that way, making a left turn and somebody passing on the left. So <laughs> backwards butcher says, uh, give it uh, give it time. Five local businesses, business owners will take care of uh, him soon enough. <laughs> nice. Uh, anyway, guys, we're coming up here on uh, on an hour. It's uh, it's been a good show. I have a bunch of uh, video I want to do before we take off. Might be uh, traveling in the rain today, so we might take off sooner uh, rather than the normal time. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, K Bong says, "Nah, he hates the Amazon cuts." If you're a listener and you want to get in on, um, um, if you want to get, um. A link to K Bonk's uh, Black Soldier Fly kit. Uh, definitely get reach out and get a hold of me, and I can get you in touch with him. Otherwise, let's talk about that item of the day. Item of the day today is a uh, four foot folding white plastic table. Uh, we use it for uh, living on the road here. It folds up nice and compact. It folds in half, so it ends up being a two foot by two foot square. Uh, it has adjustable legs for three different heights. It just works. It's good. It's uh, a lightweight, portable folds up, has a handle. Uh, it's heavy duty enough that it is, uh, it is, um, stood up to traveling, being packed and put away, taken out, uh, be great for picnics or just an extra table to set up, uh, for hobbies, crafts, things like that. Uh, the Amazon listing shows it as a child's table for like a child's playroom because you can adjust it as the child grows. Uh, they can use a chair with it, and as they get taller, uh, put a different, uh, a taller chair up with it and raise the table up for them. It's uh, it's good. It's a nice value. You can find it on Amazon for the link in the link in the video description or the audio description. There's also a link to a review on thelothproject.com. Even if you don't need a white plastic folding table, if you do need to shop on Amazon today, I appreciate you clicking on our affiliate links. Gets us in, gets you in our tracking, and uh, we grab, we are able to grab a commission off what you buy. We don't know what you buy or who buys what. We just see a list of all items sold for the day, and our ending commission results. So, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, mm, I'm not sure what backwards is talking about. I think I missed. Uh, I think I missed something up top. But uh, anyway, check out the white plastic folding table or those Amazon affiliate links uh, if you are shopping today. I appreciate it very much. Uh, today's Thursday. We have lots of, lots of history coming out tonight. Pre-recorded episode with Jason Sparks of the Kentucky Sustainable Living Festival. Uh, we bullshit about uh, bullshit about the, the festival, what he's got going on, and how he got into sustainability. So check it out. Check it out tonight. Lots to talk about. Should air at 6 Central if everything goes off without a hitch. And then out on the, the audio feed after that. James, I will check into uh, the podcast from yesterday and see what's going on with it not being on Fountain. I appreciate you listening over there. Anyway, guys, let's wrap it up. Oh, the folding tables. Um, Josh and him has talked about those. Uh, yeah. They work great for butchering. We used one actually for chicken butchering, I believe, uh, and when we needed to. So great little tables and uh, clean up well. Check them out. Check them out. Uh, anyway, if you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find it at thelotsproject.com or on Noster, Telegram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Rumble, and Instagram. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcasts, 2.0 Value for Value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. Make it a great day, guys, and uh, tomorrow we'll be coming to you from Colorado.